Nobody can talk you into your destiny but you. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have Pastor Stephen Furtick, and this is part one of a two-part message, and he's talking to us today about don't talk yourself out of it, but talk yourself into it. I know for me, I am I have to be one of the biggest people who talk myself out of things because honestly, I just get afraid or I look at the circumstances or I look at the waves around us. You know, it's like you start walking on the water, you start trusting Jesus, you're going for it and then you start worrying and people start, you know, saying, hey, what about that? Or what about that? And we take our eyes off of Jesus and we start focusing on all of the details and all the worries and all the concerns and and not that they're not valid concerns and things that people bring up. But we start focusing on and doubting what God has called us to do. And that's to walk on water, to do great things with Him. So don't talk yourself out of it, but talk yourself into it. Here's Pastor Stephen. Let me ask you a question. What have you talked yourself out of that God is trying to bring you into? What are you talking yourself out of right now? that God is trying to bring you into in your relationships? What are you talking yourself out of that God is trying to bring you into in your personal life? And I don't care what category you use. We've all got something that we, we're talking ourselves out of. The message God gave me today is that you can talk yourself into it just like you've been talking yourself out of it. You can talk yourself into it. One thing I noticed about myself from an early age is that I can be persuasive when I need to be. And so sometimes in school when I would need an extension on a paper, I knew I could usually get one because I have this way of talking myself out of things. Do you understand? It comes in handy as a, as a preacher to be persuasive because you have to get people to do things that they need to do that they don't want to do. And so you're trying to tell people to trust God in their finances, and the problem with that is they already feel broke. And so now if you tell them that they want to trust God with their finances, if they need to trust God with their finances, and they don't want to trust God with their finances because they don't have many finances, but you want to get them to see that the reason you don't have any finances is because you're not trusting God in your finances. And if you trust God in your finances, it would open your eyes to the supply that He has available for you. And if you seek Him first as His kingdom and His righteousness, all these things I'm preaching my watch off my wrist. That's how excited I am about the Word of God. Just hold it, Russell. I don't even want it back. I don't even care what time it is. I might preach through lunch because there's some things in your life that you've been talking yourself out of. One time, my senior year of high school, they put me in an AP English class with Eunice Cox. and Eunice Cox was rumored to be a tough teacher, but it's no problem for me. I got this because I got the gift. And so I came upon my first book report, and I wasn't going to finish it on time. I knew I wouldn't finish it on time, but I wasn't worried about it because I could talk my way out of it. I've always talked my way out of things, speeding tickets and all kinds of things I've talked myself out of. Why not this paper too? But Eunice Cox was waiting for me at the door and she said, I noticed you didn't turn your assignment in. And I smiled real sweet because I got some Southern charm. I grew up in a small town. I know how to talk to people. I said, Miss Cox, I said, I was going to talk to you about this. And she said, I don't want to hear it. And uh, she, she said, she said, Stephen Furtick, You have met your match in Eunice Cox. I said, but Miss Cox, she said, no. I said, but I was going to, no. 
I said, I said, well, uh, what can I do? She said, well, you, if I were you, I'd try to get a good grade on all the other ones because you get a zero on this one. And you might want to bring up your average. So now I want you to understand something. When God called Moses, Moses was reluctant to do what God had called him to do. And Moses had a million excuses, and so do you. Why you can't be it, why you can't do it, why you can't go forward in it. Come on. How many of you are good at talking yourself out of things? How many of you, by the time I get done preaching sometimes and you've even had your lunch, you have forgotten what the sermon is even about? Shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's how it works. We are so quick to talk ourselves out of things. But when Moses started telling God, you know, I can't speak and I can't do it and I'm not eloquent and I'm not trained and I'm not equipped and I'm not able, God said to Moses, You have met your match in Eunice Cox. You have met your match in the Lord your God. Have I not commanded you? I don't even want to hear it out of your mouth why you can't. I am the greater one. I am the power within you. I am the one who calls you by name. I know what you got because I put it in you. I know what you don't have because I left it out. And I command you to be courageous. So it occurs to me that maybe the reason that God is speaking to Joshua on this level is because Joshua has seen firsthand the devastation that it causes when God's people talk themselves out of what God is trying to bring them into. You know, those spies said to Moses, We can't do it. They're stronger, they're bigger. And Joshua spoke up and he got everybody's attention. The Bible says in Numbers 14 6 that he tore his clothes. And said to the entire Israelite assembly, Hey, come on, guys. The land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel. Don't do this. Don't die outside of your destiny. Don't let your fear keep you from your future. Don't be discouraged. Don't rebel. If the Lord is pleased, he'll lead us in the land of slow milk and honey. He'll give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord. And do not be afraid of the people of the land. And stop get forfeiting your future for your fear of people. Stop forfeiting your future for your fear of failure. You hear me? Stop forfeiting your future because of what they might think about you. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. I mean, you got to believe down deep in your soul that God is with me in this moment. He He's with me when I feel him. He's with me when I don't. He's with me when I'm faithful. He's with me when I'm faithless. He's with me when I'm right. He's with me when I'm wrong. He's with me when I'm whole. He's with me when I'm broken. Somebody shout, God is with me. Touch your neighbor, say, He's with you too. He's with you too. But no matter how hard Joshua tried, he couldn't talk Moses into it. You know why? Because nobody can talk you into your destiny but you. Touch your neighbor, say, talk yourself into it. 
talk yourself into it. It is interesting that when God speaks to Joshua, he tells him what to do. Lead these people to inherit the land. Now, the problem with a lot of us is that we have shrunk our lives down to the size of our own personal interest. We don't have anything bigger than us worth fighting for, so it doesn't take much to discourage us. If I didn't preach every time I don't feel like preaching, you would hear from me three times a year. You know how I preach every week? I talk myself into it, and I tell myself, there's somebody coming to church today who's suicidal. There's somebody coming to church today whose kid is on drugs. There's somebody coming to church today that has been told all their life they're worthless, and you get to tell them God loves them, and maybe you could smile at them and make them feel through your countenance that God has not forgotten them, that he knows them by name. But by the time I stop talking to myself, I'm ready to talk to you. Now we can preach. Now we can do it. Now we can go. But see, you've got to talk yourself into your purpose. I have a purpose. I don't need to ask God to give me a purpose. I have a purpose. You have a purpose to glorify God, to be transformed into the image of Christ, to be conformed into the image of Christ. It's not that you don't have a purpose. It's that every time God tries to bring you into it, you talk yourself out of it. And so he says, this is not just about you, Joshua. There are people depending on you. Your destiny is connected to something much bigger than you. So go do it and be strong and courageous. But God is a good coach, and a good coach doesn't just motivate you. He instructs you. That was Pastor Stephen Furtick. Again, and that was part one of a two-part message um, entitled Don't Miss Your Purpose by Stephen Furtick. And you can type that in on YouTube and it'll come right up. And you can also find out more information about Stephen at his website, stephenfurtick.com. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.